All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Fitness Repurpose podcast. I'm your host, Lainey Taylor, and today I'm going to be talking about five habits that help me fix my relationship with food. Now, this is not the only five things, and I will get into all that in the future because I feel like I've never really dived super deep into basically how much I freaking struggled at the beginning of my fitness journey, but I want to start here because this is a conversation around being so food focused and food fears and cravings and that binge restrict cycle and just constantly second guessing what we're putting in our mouth, um, (laughs) food wise. And I feel like that's a conversation I have with so many clients, so many people like in the DMS or on social media, or even just in real life. And I want to help give a couple tips, uh, see if you're doing any of these things and really easy, actionable things that you can do today to, start to heal your relationship with food or at least be more aware of maybe the thoughts or the actions that you're doing that might be kind of perpetuating this cycle that you're finding yourself in. So a little background on myself. I used to be so food focused. I was literally like a slave to my cravings. I would try, let me paint this picture. I would try to push my breakfast off as long as possible because I knew that from 4 p.m. onward, I could not control my cravings and I would go overboard. I knew that was gonna happen. So I was like, awesome, we're gonna we're gonna push my food off as long as possible. So I, you know, hopefully don't go over my calories. I would make my meals as low calorie as I could because I thought that I needed to, again, save those calories for that inevitable binge later on at night. And since I wasn't eating real meals, I was hungry or obsessing, not just thinking, obsessing over food 24 seven. What was my next meal going to be? What snack can I have to hold me over? Will I go over my calories today like I do every day? Did, you know, what I just ate, did that ruin my progress? I wish I could eat this thing, but I just know I can't right now. How can I make this food as low calorie as possible? And all that definitely led me to go a little too far into the IFYM, if it fits your macros. If y'all have been doing macros for a period of time, you know what I mean? Um, with a lot of weird artificials to try and like macro my way into like kind of fix my cravings or just eat really low calorie. And honestly, that just led to a lot of bloating and inflammation and constipation and some of the gut issues I got going on now still. Definitely did a number on my body. And thinking about food and cravings and trying to be skinny, which has absolutely consumed me. It consumed everything I ate, everything I did, everything I wore, every event I did or didn't partake in. And it was so exhausting and it was so unhealthy. And it definitely held me back from my fitness goals and feeling any type of balance. And honestly, I prefer the word harmony because balance kind of alludes to the idea that we're gonna be 50-50, which honestly isn't gonna cut it for what a lot of people's goals are. Instead, it's more, again, like harmony. It's like, what do you have to do for your goals? And how can we still fulfill that into your schedule so it's not absolutely consuming it? Or it's not feeling like we're, you know, losing out on a lot of things that doesn't feel worth it for what our goal is. Uh, So a little side tangent there. But so that was kind of the cycle that I found myself in for years. And I would have periods of being good and I would just feel way too restricted and just completely fall off. Um, And I was just always so worried about that. And it was never from a point of trying to nourish my body or anything where I'm at now. Um, In fact, I'm almost, I'm pretty much at the point where I don't really have any emotional connection with food. Now, again, like if I can go out to eat, yeah, but I, for anybody that doesn't know, I was either in like a mock bodybuilding prep or a gut protocol slash health protocol for 
a literal year at this point. So I've been eating on a meal plan um, and in either a pretty steep calorie deficit or, you know, definitely not in a surplus, not having like an abundance of food that I can pick from and pretty specific foods for my gut for such a long period of time where my only focus right now with food is do I feel good? Do I feel energized? Is my gut, you know, you know, responding well to it? Um, I don't feel like I'm missing out on other things just because of where my relationship is with food at this point. Um, and then I can allow myself to, there were a couple of times I was able to like try out a burger and see how my digestion was. And I could fully enjoy that and also not stress of, okay, did this, you know, blow me over my calories for the day? Do I need to do extra cardio? Do I need to restrict in the morning? Nope. We're going to eat our same, you know, fat bowl of cream rice before the gym, a lot of carbs, um, and not think anything of it. So here's a couple of things that I did to kind of get myself to this mindset, get myself out of that nasty cycle. Um, number one, I stopped putting off my first meal and I had a way better energy and focus and mood and hunger cues. I used to be so tired and out of it and cranky and brain fog in the mornings because I was not eating until I would try to last till like at least 11 was this magic number in my head. Um, but if you think about it and maybe people don't really realize this. So a lot of people will immediately, they're going to reach for that caffeine. Like I need energy. Like I got to get through my day and they're not really eating. Or maybe that caffeine is kind of like suppressing their appetite. Um, which by the way, it's not a flex to not be hungry in the morning. That's a sign that your body's like, okay, this person's consistently not feeding me. I'm going to stop wasting energy to give them hunger signals. Cause I can't trust that they're going to feed me at this point. So that's not a good thing. We should feel hungry in the morning. So especially as females for our hormones, we want to make sure we're eating um, within that first like hour or so of waking up and it doesn't have to be this crazy big meal, but when we're eating, that's, what's giving us energy because caffeine does not give you energy. Caffeine is going to bind to receptors and it's going to trick your brain to not realize how long you've been awake and how tired you are. That's why we get that big crash. Oftentimes is because it's unbinding from all those receptors. What should be binding is now rushing in and we get hit with that wave of, holy crap, I'm so tired. So how do we actually get real energy? food, calories. That's what our body is using to create energy. It's using carbs. It's using fat. If it needs to use protein, it can convert that into carbs and use that to give you energy. That is how we are fueling our brain and our body to go through school, to go through work, to go through whatever task we have in the morning. We need to fuel it with energy. So giving yourself a balanced meal, so give it some protein, some carb, some fat. We want to make sure, especially if we have any physical goals pertaining to like body composition or muscle mass, we need to make sure we're consistently getting protein so we can stimulate muscle protein synthesis um, for either building or maintaining, recovering the muscle mass that we have or that we're wanting. We want to make sure we're getting carbs and fats so we can have not only the health benefits, but it's also going to help keep us full and give us energy to get through the morning. So leading me to my second thing. So then I started eating a little bit, but I was trying to eat really low calorie. It would be like just a protein bar or something like that. I stopped making my meals so low calorie because I realized that's why I always needed a snack. And that's why I was so focused on my next meal. That little tiny 200, 250 calorie meal or protein bar, that was not doing very much. It's like you put in like $2 of gas into your car and you think that's going to get you to like drive across the country and you make it like maybe to the next town and you're like, okay, yeah, now I'm out of gas again. Yeah, and no shit, right? <laughs> um, so when I finally just gave my body enough calories in one sitting, it lasted me those three to five hours until my next meal. Um, and in a really easy way, if you're just like, I have a hard time knowing how many calories to put, you know, in each meal, 
especially if you do track your calories or your macros, which we want to do in a way that's coming from, we want to feel our body, right? Um, so if, if side note, if anybody's struggling with like a restrictive mindset around tracking, a lot of times it's going to come from, we don't know, or we question if what we're eating is actually the right amount. So then we're going to second guess a lot. Um, so knowing for a fact, and this is like with my clients, how they're able to just finally just be adherent, um, and start seeing results is because now they know for a fact, I'm eating what I need for my body and for my goals. We don't second guess anything here. Um, and we're also able to like not completely cut out any food groups or certain whatever, like we can enjoy those things in moderation too. Um, so if we're having a meal that is going to be, let's say we're going to eat maybe five times a day. I personally eat five meals. So if I take my total calories for the day and I'm dividing that by five, that's about how many calories that I want to have in each meal. It doesn't have to be exact like that, but if you're someone that just wants a clear cut, like this is how we're going to do it to ease your way into it, I would do that. Take however many times you're going to eat in a day, which by the way, we don't have to just eat three meals. I know we grow up thinking that, but if it works better for you to have multiple, go ahead and do that. Um, again, I personally like to have five meals a day. Um, and then if you're doing macros, divide each somewhat by the however many times we're going to eat pre post workout is where we want to have most of our carbs. So that's going to be a little bit different and then a little bit less fat. So we can kind of spread those out to the other meals, but I think you get what I'm saying. Um, so we're going to space our food out throughout the day, uh, calorie wise. So we're not just hoarding them all for the end of the day. And then talking about kind of like the meals and snacks and stuff. So I started eating meals with more calories instead of just snacks. Because for me personally, I would rather have a meal that makes me feel satisfied and can hold me over longer than a snack would. I used to have a low calorie meal and then I would snack on like some trail mix, which was like way higher calorie than I thought it was. Um, and I didn't, I didn't ever measure it out. And, you know, definitely thinking back now, I had way more than a serving size. So I was eating hundreds of calories in trail mix every day, wondering why I was gaining weight. Um, but that's beside the point. So I would have a like a snack of like that or like goldfish or crackers or pretzels. And I would wonder why I was still feeling hungry because number one, they weren't balanced and there wasn't a whole lot of calories in them. So it didn't, again, fill my tank up that much. So if you're going to have a snack, let's have it be a snack that's actually going to like really serve a purpose. And the point of the snack is to give us a little bit of extra energy to hold us over until we can actually sit down and have more of a meal and have a more, you know, substantial serving of food to again, give us that energy and hold us over. Um, so let's make sure every time that we have a snack is going to have a source of protein. This is also going to help you get your protein goal, especially if you struggle with getting it enough, because if we're only eating protein in our meals and not in our snacks, number one, again, the snacks aren't going to keep us full for very long. Protein is going to keep us protein, fat, fiber, by the way, going to keep you full for a lot longer um, than if we did not have those in a meal or a snack. So now we're going to feel full. The meal's going to, or the snack's going to do its job. It's going to hold us over. And we're also going to actually hit our protein goal, which is going to be really important for not only our body composition, but big part of our body composition is going to be making sure we're eating enough protein so we can build and maintain muscle. Um, but it also is helping with a lot of other things in our body. Um, and the idea is that we want to make our snacks balanced. So if we can have a protein carb fat in them, awesome. If we can throw in a fruit or a vegetable in there, that's going to also help with volume. That's going to help with fiber. That's going to help with the micronutrients that a lot of people probably aren't getting. Um, so we can feel like we can eat more with our snack. So an example here is maybe you're going to, if you need something quick, we're going to have some deli meat for some protein. We're going to have, you know, some cut up veggies and we're going to have one of those like little laughing cow light cheese wedges. It's like one and a half fat two protein. It's like 30 calories or something like that. They taste phenomenal. It's kind of like a cream cheese and we're going to 
do that just for like a little snack to hold us over. Maybe we do have some other fat source or maybe we do like a hummus, um, something that's going to cover more of those bases for us versus just like a handful of pretzels or some chips. Um, okay. Never about snacks. Number four. So I made sure that I prioritized enough protein and mainly whole food sources. This helped me feel fuller for longer. And let's pause for a second here. If I have 400 calories worth of chicken and potatoes and green beans and some avocado, that's a pretty big meal, especially because again, the green beans and the potatoes and the avocado all have fiber in them. I've got the lean protein source. Um, and they're all very good, like bang for your buck volume wise. That is going to keep me a lot fuller than 400 calories worth of trail mix. That trail mix is not balanced. It's pretty much just fat and not that fat is bad, but it's just not going to keep me super full. And it's physically going to be a smaller serving of food, like in my stomach. So the other meal is going to keep me fuller for way longer. Um, so that was a really big thing. Plus then it's whole food, food sources, for example, maybe 400 calories worth of like chips. Again, that's not going to hold you over very long or 400 calories worth of like a Snickers bar. Um, so being able to do this helped me feel satisfied and sustain my energy levels. Cause again, they're going to be balanced meals versus something that was just simple carbs, like some pretzels without any fat or protein or anything else in it. Um, this also made my meals have more volume, like I said, which is way more satisfying than the same amount of calories, like some, again, chips or trail mix. So that volume is going to be really, really helpful that it's crazy when I have some clients start with me, we're eating, you know, maybe we're in a calorie deficit, but they're eating like physically more food than they were before in losing weight. So they feel satisfied because now we're getting whole food sources. We're getting volume, we're getting micronutrients and they're not feeling crazy hungry and deprived all the time because they're actually feeling their body and it's holding them over until the next time they eat again. Okay. So number five, I allowed myself to eat more calories earlier in the day instead of saving them all for at night because big aha moment here. That's what Mimi had that inevitable snack attack. I number one mentally was basically telling myself you are going to binge later. Like it's kind of going to happen. We're going to work this in just in case it happens. It, I was literally making it happen. I was also not feeling my body. My body is so freaking hungry by the end of the day. It is like, give me some dang food. And we usually have some decision fatigue. We're worn down a little bit, especially if we're in a habit of, okay, yeah, usually at 10 PM, I go into the pantry and eat everything in sight. We're now conditioned to do that because our brain is associating as 10 PM. I'm hungry. You always do this. We're now so freaking so starving because we've barely eaten anything all day and we're setting ourselves up for this to happen. So if we're consistently eating throughout the day, we are not going to feel as hungry. And we're also probably not going to be to that point where we are reaching for those highly palatable foods. So like the really high calorie, not super healthy, um, really maybe high sugar, high fat things like chips or anything like that. So making sure that we're not getting to the end of the day, feeling starving is going to make it a lot easier to make a better choice because we feel satisfied. Um, and it also makes your hunger cues, your blood sugar, all of that is going to be so out of whack if we're not consistently fueling our body. So all those is just going to lead to that feeling of like, I need to eat, throw so much food into my face right now, basically. And I can never find, and let me know if y'all relate to this. I could never find that off switch for my hunger, my cravings at night, just because I was literally setting myself up for that to happen. So it's kind of funny how actually eating more throughout the day makes you feel more fueled and satisfied and not like you need to find literally anything 
to just throw in that gas tank because there's just nothing in there. So those were just the five things I could go on about this for forever. The nutrition piece of like your fitness journey and your relationship with food is something that I really struggled with. And that is so, so important to me, not only because again, I know how it feels to be on the other side, um, but that's a really important milestone, I guess, to focus on with clients when we can get them to a point where they are no longer feeling like they are so food focused and a slave to their cravings. And they can just focus on fueling their body because that's how, for the most part, we want to focus on what food is going to do for us. And it, I also want to say, I know there's other people on social media that say food is only fuel. Like it's, it's not for pleasure. Like that's not what I'm saying. And I think that's unhealthy. And I think that's taking it too far. That's kind of that all or nothing mindset. Again, we should be able to enjoy our foods. We should be able to enjoy those fun things. And we should be able to go out to dinner with our family or with our friends or whatever, and not stress about what we're eating. I feel like we only have to eat like a dang chicken salad or something, which I used to do that. I hate salad. I honestly don't like salad. And I would do that because I thought I had to, um, we don't have to do any of that. It's okay for us to enjoy foods, but we also want to think of it from a point of how do we fuel our body? Because, and this is the beauty of tracking macros. If I know I'm going to go out and have a burger and fries with my boyfriend for date night. Okay. I'm going to have, get some protein in that meal. Um, I'm not going to get it to be like crazy deep fried cheese covered, like a bajillion calories that like, I don't really need, but I'm still going to enjoy myself there. But I know, okay, there's going to be higher carbs and higher fats in that meal. There's still protein. There's some veggies and whatever on the on the, on the the sandwich, but like not that much. So all my other meals for the day, because I'm thinking about my macros, right? I'm making sure I'm getting protein in all my meals, maybe even a little bit extra. And I'm going to make sure that I'm really prioritizing my micronutrients and my fiber through fruits and veggies. And that is also going to help. So let's say, for example, for my breakfast, I usually have protein powder and oats and some blueberries and some almond butter. Maybe I have a little bit less oats, a little bit more blueberries, and a little less almond butter. That is now giving me a little bit less carbs that I can put towards that meal that I'm going out, a little less fats that, again, I could put towards that meal I'm going to go out. But I'm really getting a lot of protein and a lot of micronutrients because I'm focusing on that there and a lot of fiber with that meal as well. So that meal is still going to keep me full for a long time, but it's really going to align with not only my goals, but also being able to fit those fun things in. So that's just like one example of it, um, of how we can make sure that our food is going to serve our body, but still be like pleasurable for us to be able to eat because you can have both. Don't believe anybody that tells you that you can't. It really just comes down to being more aware of how food affects our body and being again, confident in that we're eating what our body truly needs. Um, and, and learning how to do that and learning about portion sizes and learning about what's in foods and how they make you feel and experimenting with that for yourself to see what helps you truly feel your best and not just being fueled by, I want to restrict, I want to you know be skinny, whatever it is, because if we can get that relationship with food and like our health and all that kind of stuff in place, the physical results will follow. So we focus on the habits, we focus on everything else, our body responds like physically to having those habits and everything be in place where you want it to be. Uh, so I'm going to leave it there because I could talk about all this for forever, clearly. Um, but to anybody that is working through this right now, first of all, I freaking feel you. I spent way too long, probably four or five years in this cycle to some degree uh, before I really got out of it. You can get out of it. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it can be simple. If you have, you know, guidance, um, and a little bit of structure to that to help you ease into it. Um, 
and understand how to actually feel your body and how to eat what you need and create that better relationship with food and yourself. So if you are struggling and you want someone to talk to, you want a little bit more support with that, I'm, my DMs are always open on Instagram. Um, I have the link for my Instagram in my the show notes um, and also the application to work together one-on-one if that is something between that and like your physical goals or health goals that you're really wanting to work towards and you're like, I'm just so freaking ready to figure this out once and for all. That's kind of my big thing. Um, I want to get you results. I want to teach you how to get how to how we got there, how to maintain it and be able to, again, just be happy, healthy, keep going on your own in the future, not second guess anything. Um, so on that note, check those out. If you, you know, if that's something that you want to, you know, inquire with, see if it's a good fit. Um, but I hope y'all are having a phenomenal day, whenever you're listening to this. And again, take these habits, implement them today, whatever other meals that you have for today. Um, I promise if you start to think of food this way and make these little changes, it really goes so far. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hope this was helpful and I'll talk to y'all next time.